Volume 1, Episode 30, The Battle for Absalom, Part 1. Welcome to Galaxy's Greatest, a Starfinder RPG actual play podcast trailing the adventures of a distant galaxy's greatest heroes. My name is Emma, and I'm the GM. And now, we're about to wrap up Volume 1. Please enjoy Part 1 of our two-part finale, beginning now. Last time, Modus and Firavius came to an agreement that would allow for the benefit and continued existence of both individuals. Jack ended up at the same facility from her troubled childhood, where she was able to liberate some children from the same fate that she had to endure. Now the group goes to Absalom Station, where they hope to prepare for the coming battle. How we doing? You guys okay? Uh, I'm a little worried. <laughs> That's going to be the intro to the episode. <laughs> Let's put it this way. I have a cold beverage, a room temperature beverage, and a hot beverage, and a candle. I'm set. We're good. Cool. Yeah, you also I'm still have your Christmas tree up, and we're approaching March. <laughs> Time is a construct. Especially in the year of our Lord, 2021. It might be a construct, but you're still ignoring it. Mitch is the Yule spirit. Additionally, it is actually approaching March 366th. Yeah, that's fair. Let's do character introductions. And our last fun fact that we're going to do, because in volume two... We're going to do something different, and the other group is going to take over fun facts. But we're going to do something fun as well. So that's the plan, at least. If you guys are super opposed, we can, we, can, we, can, we can talk it over. Facts. <laughs> I have right. such a good fun fact. I'm so excited. Start us off. A... Oh, okay, cool. That is not what I meant. But uh, I am Mitch. I play Devesh Starworth, the arcane knight. Uh, and my fun fact is that I would like to wish everyone a happy March 362nd. Thank you, Mitch. Yay. Happy March 362nd. Um, let's go to Alex. Hi, uh, I'm Alex. I play Jack. And my fun fact this week, fun, sad, it depends how you look at it. I uh, purchased and downloaded Valheim on Sunday night. It is now Friday of the same week, and according to Steam, I have played it for 66.4 hours. Wow. Nice. And, and this is on top of your long-standing rule of you don't buy early access games, right? <laughs> Sips drink. Stares at Mitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> a spicy one. Let's go to Dan. Uh, oh, man. Uh, hi, my name's Dan. I play Modus. And what is my fun fact? Um, uh, man, I'm stumped. What's a good fun fact? Um, I guess my fun fact is that I'm really happy that I have like 
a few really hilarious coworkers at my job. Cooper. Cooper. Like I I have like a, a Facebook post that I do where I talk about all the silly crap my coworker Cooper says. Cause it's almost always funny. We have this Cooper's long, crazy. We have this long stand rivalry where we like to tell each other how we're gonna kill each other. And I know that sounds pretty extreme, but it, it's all just funny. And uh it's never serious. It's always lighthearted. And uh, he made a joke about Lady Gaga's d- dogs. And the reason why French Bulldogs keep getting stolen in LA is because they're delicious. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's so dark. That's so dark. <laughs> I think the audience needs for context uh, Cooper's background. Cooper is a middle-aged Chinese guy who likes to talk about how back in China they eat dogs. And I'm like, every time he says this, I'm like, Cooper! No! Oh my god. He thinks it's the most hilarious thing in the world. Uh, When I showed him a picture of my dog, his first reaction was to say, she looks really tasty. And her name is Pepperoncini. And, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh he's no. A little, he's a middle-aged Chinese guy. He's like the sweetest dude I know. Uh, he's got like uh, I think three daughters, and uh, like for Valentine's Day, we, that was just recently. Our company gives us like long stem roses as just a thank you, and uh, I always give him mine because he doesn't get enough for all of his daughters. Oh. He's, he's an old softy. He just says really crazy stuff on occasion. That's really sweet. Um, let's go to Ryan. Hi, I'm Ryan. I play Baza Bix, the Vanguard Skittermander. And my fun fact is that I've gone through six full packs of gum in the past week. Oh. And I have nails because I have been chewing them. Nice. But also my jaw's kind of sore. <laughs> but it's working. It's tough. I did the the nail biting uh, like polish when I was younger. Like my mom made me put it on before I go to school. Didn't oh, stop. that stuff worked. Nope, not for me. Yeah. Um, and... I need like shock therapy. <laughs> but uh, I'm also not sure that would stop me because I've touched an electric fence and it like kind of hurt. Oh my God. I'd do it again. Oh, I wish I had a second fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's the last fun facts go ahead so a couple years back at the uh, mid-atlantic regional championship for quidditch uh they were at this like weird farm that had a bunch of athletics fields and they had to inform everybody that that if you didn't see the signs there was an electric fence around the horse paddock and not to go touch it oh my god And occasionally a ball would roll in that direction. And as a referee, you have to go get the ball from the sideline. And it's like, please don't touch the fence. Yikes. Uh, yeah. I think there's video of me at that tournament on a non-electric fence as a assistant referee chasing down a bludger. Like one stepping over this like six foot fence. And then hopping back after getting the ball, and the audience, the uh, the crowd just kind of clapping because I scaled the fence with you know one plant step and uh, and a hand on the top. 
He can scale a fence in a single bound. And then, of course, my friends and teammates made comments about my ethnicity and why I have that ability. Wow. <laughs> you can cut that out of the It took me a second to put it together. I was like, what? You didn't swim across anything? What's happening? Oh. Wow, right. You took it another step further. Uh, more specific. Oh, we should move on. Yes, okay. yes we should. Um, let's go to Vanessa. Go ahead. Do you have any more ethnically Hi. sensitive jokes? Hi, I'm Vanessa. I play Janet Snakehole. Um, and my fun fact was that I was in a video for the 49ers today. And in the very first shot, I rolled my ankle. So I'm not meant for Hollywood is what I learned. I'm that sorry. is not a fun fact. <laughs> my funnest fact of the day, okay? She's okay, frightened. that's fair. <laughs> um, thank you. Brittany? I am Brittany. I play Bring Yue, the human witch warper. And my fun fact is that I have a plastic statue of a ram next to my desk. Not a big cool. one, a little one. It's small. Cool. Do you want to see him? Yes. Does it give you luck? No. Oh, it's um, cute. Yes. I got it in a white elephant um, a very, very, very long time ago, like when I was in middle school at a random person's house. And I totally would have gotten rid of it by now because it's just one of those like plastic things that you get at Michael's. Um, but my sister thought it was hilarious and created a little song about the Ram. Um, that was a parody of <clears throat> the song, You Can't Find a Better Man. And so she would sing the, she lies and says she's in love with him. Can't find a better Ram. And so it has stuck with God, me. Ever that's so cringy. And I have a Ram contact little emoji next to my contact in her phone that's really cute i'll have the ram um that's <laughs> he cool. will bring me luck today i'll leave him here next to me cool right. uh can i just say for the audience that uh emma just shared the conditions rules uh to the group chat i would never what and that is what? really concerning i think me. she shared that when she was telling vanessa about yeah. Um, oh, did oh so it well, wasn't I, like the a feet conditions. So it wasn't I, like a there was another purpose. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was threatening. <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't this meant to be threatening, to but these might come with me tonight. tonight. <laughs> I'm just um, trying to see the good in people. My, <laughs> you wait. You who are really? you? What Get out of here with Alex. Her um, was like, yeah, Vanessa, earlier today, you had the staggered condition when you rolled your ankle at the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> she really rolled well on that one, right? Am I right? Oh, my Am God. I right? Emma, oh, hey. right? oh, my God. Yeah, guys, oh. it's, it's been fun. Uh, have good luck tonight. I'm going to I'm going to go. Gosh, that that. That pun had such big middle school teacher energy. Funny you Ugh. should say that. <laughs> I'm a middle school teacher. No, that's not my fun <laughs> fact. <laughs> um, my fun fact is, hi, I'm M. My fun fact is uh, that, oh, I just bought my first gaming PC. I'm really excited. <clears throat> yeah, I'm looking forward to, to playing it. I've always been a console person, and I it took me long enough to realize that you can also use controllers on PCs. So um, I have a uh, HDMI cord running from my computer to my TV. So I can there you go. Yep. Yeah, cool. 
Um, well, we are here for the finale tonight. Yeah. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Ryan. Hello. How are Hello. you? Good, good. Good. Welcome again. It's, it's, very, it's very strange that the episode that I just edited had you in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Here I am for uh, end of volume two. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Uh, do you have any questions for me, Ryan? Um, yeah, but we should probably not have the rest of the group on when I ask those questions. That's all good. No, I think you so, should definitely say it right in front of all of us. Yep. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So I'll, I'll try to text it to you in the next Sounds minute, good. I guess. We can, we can take a, a, a quick break too when it's time to start combat and we can, we can talk like either on the phone or something or whatever. We'll figure oh, it okay. out. Um, yeah, you, can also, you can also shunt the rest of us into a breakout room. That's true. I could do that. Um, cool, cool. So will you give us your intro as well? Hi, this is my name. This is what I'm doing tonight. And this is a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, you ready for it? Hi, my name is Ryan. I will be returning to play Dominai, who is uh, Dominai, um, bad Sith Lord guy. Oh, we can't say Sith, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, let's see, a fact about me. Uh, I used to actually fight in mock medieval combat in a thing called Belagarth, which is in a LARP of some variety. Yeah, it's really fun. I, I tried it when I was at UCI. Ryan got the Quidditch team to go over to Belagarth and then um, the Belagarth people to go over to Quidditch and we swapped for the day and we tried each sport out and it was it was really fun. Yeah. yeah On the I scale thought... between LARPing and like war reenactments, where does it fall? It's a little bit closer to war reenactments except for the whole actually using metal thing and we do have foam over the swords things like that but people have armor people grapple each other there's no magic there's no like you have so many hit points or anything like that no if you get hit that's it you're done um, it's not quite hema but you're not right like yeah that's exactly where <laughs> <laughs> that's the coolest thing very cool. Yeah. It is a lot of fun. I think I'm the so Quidditch jealous. folks, the Quidditch, oh, I mean, once pandemic's over, there's a, there's probably a realm near you. Oh, probably. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Quidditch folks say it hurts their wrists, and then the Belagarth people say there's too much running in Quidditch, so take that <laughs> as you will. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, cool. Welcome back. Thank I'm you. I'm excited. Let's jump in. Last session, Jack and the group went to the Solarian facility and freed these kids who were being experimented on. Um, upon leaving Jack, you found some explosives and you, what did you do with those explosives? Uh, if I recall correctly, while we were setting up or while we were getting the kids on board and, and having a moment, uh, I had timed the it spread out the explosives across the facility, uh, such that uh, it would blow up dramatically as just as we exited the atmosphere. Um, 
if it doesn't take out the entirety of the asteroid, I would probably then turn to Devesh and go, can we spare a few rounds? Yeah, we can, um, we can do that. Uh, uh, Janet, you want to test out the railgun? Yes, I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Janet looks over from the kitchen Janet table. In the oh. middle of, <laughs> Janet in the middle of eating her ramen noodles on the Vagabond. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That's <laughs> good. Them noodles. Yes, I mean, noodles are going to be a thing in space future, I imagine. Oh, sure. So space noodles. Spoodles. Would be there. Space spoodles, yeah. Don't like spoodles. <laughs> do not like spoodles. <laughs> Oh, how much? Oh, cowboy bebop version. It's yeah. just the broccoli and noodles. Yeah, you could probably have a can version called <laughs> Chef Boy or Doodles. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dan, you said something. What did you say? <laughs> Cooper would probably like spoodles because it sounds like poodles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. You have to show you have to show Cooper our our finale now. Yeah. Once it once it's out. <laughs> um, how, much, how much longer can we delay the inevitable fight that we're? Yeah, <laughs> it's coming up pretty fast. <laughs> um, with that said, the asteroid after um, after this whole explosion goes off, you have about fifteen kids in the cargo bay of the vagabond. Um, and they're looking to you, Jack. Uh, you are the person that went there, rescued them, and and led them to safety. Uh, the asteroid cracks with fissures all across it as the explosions detonate, and anything remaining is taken care of by a very hungry Janet. Um, and uh, the the asteroid finally with that railgun shot just begins to to collapse and and break into different pieces <clears throat> so yeah what are you, what are what's one quick thing that you're doing on this ship with these kids probably getting them settled in and kind of having Chromie as a emotional support animal for the group of them just to, that. to ease them into the fact that they're leaving this place um, and then in the discussions had oh god what was the silver dragon's name dresser crook um, had dresser crook or I guess um anyone really when we were discussing it given us a place we could stash them before the fight nope they're yours now um <laughs> you are now the legal guardian of 15 children jack um that's, that's of all people build, that's one way to build leadership skills i guess um, Ooh, no they oh, I do have uh, a hot squad ready to go <laughs> yeah so they they wouldn't <laughs> told you um <laughs> Just use your elite mercenary <laughs> squad as babysitters. Jesus Christ. Um, they would have told you to take them to Absalom Station uh, and bring them to the Starfinder Society, 
so right into yeah what <laughs> bring them to Absalom this is I a mean, terrible it's, plan at least it's on the way it's literally <laughs> where we're going from destination. <laughs> but also to be fair if we lose this fight they're probably fucked regardless I mean fair fair um, Dresser Croc has ensured that they will remain safe um, and he would what what mitch <laughs> there are no guarantees in space warfare on a space station so you can contact dresser Cook and tell him we're going to take him somewhere else wait hold on so in brinway's vision mm-hmm. they weren't trying to destroy absalom they're trying to conquer it because what's his face Seemingly. wants to be in charge yeah yeah so they're not necessarily dead. They just might, you know, get repurposed as child soldiers again. Again, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Especially Maybe. since, you know, the people we just saved them from are aren't they like the people that are invading? Or did we save them? No, I don't think so. I think it was unrelated. That wasn't Chimera. Okay. Someone else. Unrelated. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Probably tied right. with Chimera. I mean they seem like they have similar plans in mind. Yeah. Um, I don't I know. Think, I killed the guy before he got to monologue. I think they would have heard you guys talking a little bit about the upcoming uh, the upcoming battle, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the wiser, older kids would have picked up that there's something going on, picked up on the fact that there's something going on. And uh, one of them would approach you, probably the one that uh, had initially approached you, Jack, and mm-hmm. say, you know, we can help. We're pretty strong. Without hesitation, I would throw him a withering maternal glare. Like the the absolute rejection on my face. Uh, they don't have to roll a sense motive for. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Yeah. Give me intimidate. Yeah. You're not mad, you're just disappointed. No, no, it's it's blind fury. Yeah, oh, Jack really? doesn't do disappointed. Jack does I'm going to slit your fucking throat. Fair. Um that is a uh, where's my saving? Where's my skills? Uh twenty-seven. He just looks at you and goes, Okay, okay, hurt. <laughs> Like here's an idea, or not? <laughs> um, and so the the place that Dressercock would have asked you to bring them would be Absalom Station. He would have ensured that they would be safe under his protection. He's got a whole squad of people who would be looking after them, um, and they would be deep within the station, away from the periphery of where the fighting might be. Um, <clears throat> If any fighting even did make it to Absalom Station, uh, they should be pretty well protected. Um, nonetheless, he would be open to you taking them somewhere else. I think understanding that it would be under the Starfinder Society's protection, that'd be fine. Okay. And the Starfinder Society is very well trusted in the galaxy. Um, they are the uh, Adventurers Guild, but better than like 
than than just random people coming together to complete missions. They are they have an organized structure that is very very um, set in stone, and they have a council that operates the whole thing. They're 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 good. Um, they know what they're doing. So I would think that hearing that that they're going to be under the protection of the Starfinder Society would be very reassuring. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I think he would also ask the, the Soki boy, he would ask, so we're going to see you again, right? When we the get stars to Absalom. We've got a couple of things to get take care of, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help you guys figure it out. Okay. Um, he'll go back to the cargo bay. What's up, Dan? Before the, before the child leaves, um, Modus will approach and take a knee so that he's like closer to head level with this kid. And he will give the child his, his compisor. Oh, that's so sweet. Wow, that was really touching. Thank you, Modus. He looks at you and he says, oh, uh, okay. Yeah, thanks. What's this? It is a stuffed dinosaur known as a compi. It is now yours. Oh, thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Would you mind if I gave it to one of the younger girls? She really likes dinosaurs. That is what is best, liking dinosaurs. Feel free to give it to whoever you choose. Thank you. Uh, what's your name? My name is Modus. I like dinosaurs and trees. It's good to meet you, Modus. Thank you. I'll make sure that Isabel knows who gave it to her. Affirmative. And then Modus will stand up and leave. Okay. Um, I do want to get to combat hopefully by seven. It's six forty-five now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna cinematicify some of this stuff here. Work your way through some things that are happening. Um, you wind up back on Absalom Station. Can you give me a D D four, Mitch? Yeah, I can give you a D four. Because uh -huh. that'll tell us how long it took. Two. Two days. All right. Um, you fly to Absalom Station. Takes you two days to get there. And when you arrive, um, the station seems a little bit more tightly locked down than normal, but you are hand-waved through. Um no problems on getting you guys through the uh, like customs, through the checkpoint, whatever. You're able to get there. And when you do, you're greeted by a member of the Starfinder Society. He says his name is Chizkisk. And he says, hello, he's a Sheeran individual. Hello, individuals. You have been very helpful, so I have heard. Dress a crook of the Silver Alliance has informed me that you would be here to help in the efforts that the Starfinder Society is putting forward. 
May I please escort you to the Absalom Leadership CIC. Uh, Emma. <clears throat> yes. What is today's date in Good question. Starfinder land? I should probably figure that out. Give me a sec. Okay. Also, yay, it's it... just kisk. <laughs> yay, just kisk. <laughs> anyway, I'm very happy right now. Mitch, Mitch is very happy. Is that an Oreo? Hmm? Uh, what? Is it a dumpling? Oh, he's talking to Alex, who is like eating red some bean, kind of something. Cake. Oh, yeah. You mm -hmm. can tell who the Asian one is here. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, this is an episode for racial so jokes, gross. isn't it? Episode. <laughs> That's three oh, already. We are three man. counting. Tune in oh, next time. Three. Tune in next time when, when we the ACLU the cancels us. Yeah, the ACLU Sorry, tune in next time when we're canceled, period. Yeah. Yeah. Hold um, on. Is it bad when the people that are that ethnicity make the ethnic joke? I don't know. I, I, I think really we get don't. the pass. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Um, it is you arrive at Absalom Station on Sunday, or sorry, vast day of Eridus. Uh, the 22nd. So that means you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wait. Nine days until Rova one. Are you, are you, are you sure? I'm uh, pretty sure. Okay. Cause I thought we had like a week left when we left from Jack's thing. No, we had more. We had like no. We had more. Two, okay. We had two. Remember, weeks we, we were going to. Oh, we were insta-ported oh, over yeah, by. We insta-ported. Yeah. Insta-portation is what threw yep. me off. Mm-hmm. Deities, man. Yep. Deities. Yep. Freaking deities. So, uh, you are. Oh, you know what? I'm sorry. That's actually going to be the 23rd. So you have eight days. Um. Nonetheless. Now we're fucked. You are back at <laughs> Absalom Station, and there seems to be a mobilization effort, um, but it also seems like the station is relatively calm, like all things considered, uh, and Chizkisk would escort you to the CIC, basically the command center for the entire station, uh, should you choose to join, which I'm assuming that's a yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, but I would be adamant about uh, getting the kids to where they should be sent. Sounds good. Um, he will actually send a, a couple members of the Starfinder Society with you in order to get them there, and he'll wait um, with the uh, he'll he'll wait for you while, to return. While while we're waiting, mm -hmm. uh, Devesh is going to ask him if it's going to be a problem to have an arcane knight in the CIC of Absalom Station in the center of the Pact Worlds. He looks at you and telepathically responds, an arcane knight. Also kind have yeah. been dead for years. How can we know that you are trusted? 
I'll send oh, I'll trust him. That was all telepathic, Baza. So it's interesting. Oh, is he to... sending it to all of us? No, he would okay. just be talking to that Depeche. Okay. Um, yeah, I will send back telepathically um, so that, you know, the entire party is just staring at Chizkis and I staring at each other. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I'll say, um, you're just going to have to trust me. Um, I can tell you that I've been working for the last several months toward preventing this. And uh, also, I can tell you that a fallen arcane knight is uh, at least a general, if not leading the charge uh, on Absalom. Very well. Uh, nonetheless, I have been informed by Dressicrook that you are highly respected within the Silver Alliance. I will make sure that you are safe on the CIC. And if you have Dressicrook's approval, then I am certain you will have everyone else's approval. I must say it may be tactful not to share this without reason but if you have reason then we have your support if Dressicrook supports you that makes sense um ultimately i guess i really shouldn't even call myself a arcane knight because the order is dead i am one of two that i know of that still exist Perhaps third. more. <laughs> Nonetheless, this way, please. And he'll lead you up to the CIC. When you arrive, this is an impressive room. Uh, think Starship Bridge, but just massive. Um, hundreds of people up here. They are all working on their own computer systems. Uh, you can even kind of imagine it as like those little uh, pits in a Death Star bridge where people sit and they're working on computer systems, um, except it's more, it's more circular than that. Uh, and the pits are within that circle. Um, and you have many, many people up here. <clears throat> when you arrive, uh, Chizkisk brings you over to another room. And it's, it's very, very large. It is cavernous almost. And someone you recognize is there. Um, Dressicrook is standing on the CIC as well. Um, and there are a number of high-ranking officials. You've got members from the stewards, who are essentially the police force of the Pact Worlds. Uh, you have members of the Starfinder Society. The Starfinder Council is there. Uh, you also have... <clears throat> You have it's yeah, it's going to be members of the Starfinder Council, members of the stewards, as well as members of the Absalom Command 
uh, leadership group, the people who are kind of in charge of the United Pact Navy. Okay. And the Armada. Are there any, are there any, um, like, senators or ambassadors or whatever would be the equivalent from the civilian government from the pack? Yeah, I would think there are. Uh, yes, there would be um, a few of those individuals, but they are far outnumbered by military type people. And over the next eight days, the station becomes more and more mobilized. It's at high alert and it gets at a higher alert as each day passes. Uh, there are drills running people through lockdown procedures and evacuation procedures. Um, people who are living on the station are advised to evacuate for the time being if they can and go to a different planet if possible. <clears throat> and it's, it becomes more and more aware, or it becomes more and more clear that the, the station is aware of what's happening and the scale of what is about to happen. Um, the individuals that you brought, the, the Salarians, Jack, uh, part of the reason that they asked you to bring them to, the, to Absalom Station is they have members of the Starfinder Society there uh, who can watch them and evacuate them to a ship just off of the station um, if they feel that is necessary. Um, and so I think probably a couple days before the first Arova hits, they're going to get them into a ship and jump to drift um, away from the station. Um, and they will make sense. Yeah, they'll inform you uh, when they're leaving. And the kind of leader of the group will reach out to you and say, "Hey, keep in touch. We we need you. I think more than the others will let on." I leave them a personal number that'll get through any of the filters I have set up on my communicator. Great. And so to describe everything that's happening here, you've got the Starfinder Society who's leading the civilian efforts. You have civilians who are stepping up, wanting to join the fight. Um, you have the stewards and the United Pact Navy leading the official efforts. Uh, and they are trying to organize the military as well. Um, you also have the United Pact Fleet, the Armada, readying their ships just outside of Absalom Station. There's also a civilian fleet led by the Laubu Mesa Aces that you guys met. And uh, Jet is one of those few yes! pilots there. Yeah. So Jet will be joining the fight. Uh, I think at some point you might run across him in the CIC. Hello. How are you, Pilot Devesh? It is wonderful to see your face again. Are you doing well? <clears throat> I am doing much better now that I know that you are here watching our back. Oh, we will do wonderful things in the sky. I cannot wait to shoot up some enemies. Am I right or am I right? 
Uh, you would be correct, actually. Uh, yep. My daredevil airs, my daredevil aces are ready to go. We will be in the skies with you as soon as the fighting starts. Um, and so, so they happy. they are leading up the civilian fleet. Uh, the aces are taking control over that group with the blessing of the United Pact Navy. And so you have like plenty of mercenaries. You have plenty of of regular civilians with their own ships who understand what might be at stake here. And they're jumping in for this fight as well. Is the um, civilian contingent kind of like the Dunkirk thing where there's like a houseboat that's getting outfitted and ready to go? Yep. Yep. That kind of thing. Also, I kind of imagine, I don't, I, I don't really know. I haven't seen Dunkirk, but that's the idea. Um, Just someone kinda, with a VW bus pulling up. It's like, yeah, let's get some armor plating on this bad boy. Right. Yeah. Like um, essentially, I think of the scene in the last Star Wars movie, Episode Nine, where all of the ships from all over the galaxy. That's hundred. That is a hundred percent the Dunkirk moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yep. that's from yep. the war. Was it Belgium? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you've got the civilian fleet. They're led by the Laubu Mesa Aces, and then you also have the Silver Alliance joining the the fight. You see a few individuals uh, who are very clearly part of the Silver Alliance, um, <clears throat> wearing the same badge that you guys had seen on your uh, transmissions. And also some familiar faces from the Thakasa riders show up um, and they plan to split themselves between the civilian forces and the stewards. So they will be supporting the civilians, protecting them. If, if any civilians are offering to join the fight, the Thakasa riders want to make sure that they're there to protect them as well as to fight what they can. Uh, or to fight however way, however they can. And they're also joining the stewards for a special ops mission that you guys will be invited into in a moment. Um, <clears throat> Lexi does see you, Janet, and she's very excited to uh, see you again. What are you saying? Lexi, I missed you so much. There's someone you need to meet later. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. Um, who is it? Uh, my mom decided to show up again. Oh my goodness. I, I thought you hadn't any, well, yeah. Okay. I, introduce me later. It's long. We'll kill people first and then you can, you can meet the fam. Sounds good. Brick is ready to go. And Brick lets out this big belch, just like burp, super loud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this Boss giant is, dragon creature. Try and beat that. <laughs> you can try you're pretty close. I don't know. I don't know. If, is there a roll for that? Give me a flat D20. Flat D20? Okay. Constitution? I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Five? No, I think Brick did. Well, okay. Let's give him a roll. I need a D20. There's a 24% chance I beat him. Yeah, he, he beat you. Okay. He got a 15 on the dice. Um, so they they connect with you and, and uh, they're excited to see you. Uh, Andy is having a good time hanging out with Brick and you guys are able to spend some quality time together before everything goes down. Um, what kind of quality time? Hey, uh, I would think some, <laughs> some real quality time, you know, Breathing you know, together. Yep. Yeah. Reading some books together, sitting by the fireplace. Time. Couples massage. Yep. Um, 
Lots of flexing. Lots of flexing. Lots of flexing, yes. Although you are very much stronger than she is. She is a dex person. Um, So when those- she's flexible, you're tough. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So on a completely different note, uh, hey DM, is there by any chance a temple to Desna on Absalom Station? Yes, you could find one. Can I can I go to there? Yes, go ahead. Okay, uh, yeah. So Devesh is gonna go in and like, hi. I don't really know how to do this because I don't really haven't really like worshipped a god before. It's more like you know the arcaneness. Is is there a um? Oh yes, please step within one of the light rooms. Cool. I will. I do that. And it's just a. It, it's like a, a. A. I don't remember the. Somebody help me out here. Catholic, where you where you go into the box and you. The confessional. 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 Yes. The yes. Thank you. So it's like one of those boxes, um, <clears throat> and you step in. Except it's all light. It's like very very bright inside, and you are just offered some time to commune with Desna. Uh, give me a mysticism check. Okay, yep, 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 yep. Oh, that's real good. Um, math. 33. 33. A little fairy appears in front of you. Do I recognize the fairy? You do. Yes. Uh, oh, hello, you are Zakim. Yeah, I um, I go by Devesh now. Oh, okay. Uh, I change my name every now and then too. It's more fun that way. I uh, yeah, definitely. Hey, so I don't know if um, you. Oh, that was. <laughs> I don't know what that noise was, but uh, anyway, uh, I don't know if you and uh, Desna or anyone in Elysium have been like keeping a finger on the pulse here in the material plane. Another but, uh... fairy pops up. <laughs> oh my gosh! It's Zakim. Hello, Zakim. How are you? <laughs> I am doing well. I also go by Devesh now, just just so you're aware. Oh, wonderful. Hello, Devesh. Yep. I change my name sometimes, too. It's more fun. It is more fun that way, yes. Uh, anyway, um, anyway, long story short, there's some real... Um, how do I put this in a way that will not be offensive to otherworldly fairies? Um, there are some really bad people that are trying to do some really bad stuff. A third to... fairy pops up. Really bad people? Sakim, it's good to see you. <laughs> Hello again. Yes, I am also now going by Devesh, not oh, Sakim. Very cool. I didn't I changed my name once. That was fun. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. Uh anyway, um, so getting to the point. Bad people trying to do bad things, like taking over the packed worlds, killing people on Absalom Station. Is there any way that you guys can like, I don't know whisper in the ear of Desna to like give us some divine help um this guy Elora too helped us a little bit the fourth so was... fairy pops up the final <laughs> one Zakim hello how are you it's good to see you did you mention Desna I did mention Desna yes um and uh I was hoping that you could uh beseech her on my behalf and on behalf of the uh citizens of the pact worlds honestly she's kind of busy right now but i'll ask some friends see if we can maybe help out oh okay Um, yeah that that works too 
yeah, what do you want us to do? Um, Will it be fun? If blowing up the ships of bad guys is fun. Oh, that then, sounds so fun. Yeah, if there's a way, like, oh, you guys, like, really like engines, right? Oh, we do. Like, like drift drives? Yes. What if I told you that there were going to be a bunch of ships that came in, and oh. they definitely told me that they wanted to donate their drift drives also. Bluff check. Shit, why didn't I put notes or points into bluff? <clears throat> <clears throat> oh, I rolled really good on the die, so 19? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, they definitely... Yeah, that's fine. Uh, they definitely uh, told me that they um, want you to take their drift engines and put them into protostars like you did with mine but they don't want anything in return. Oh, that's so generous of them. Okay, we'll get a group together and we'll join you. Cool, and cool. Thank, they thanks. They pop out and disappear. Cool. Yep, that is... I'm cool. going gonna, I'm gonna to walk out of the temple and just like have another pep in my step. Sounds good. Um, and then a couple other things that you see. The Storm Shield Elite join the stewards throughout this time. The Storm Shield Elite are the group from Castrovel that Lady Kesh had offered you guys in, uh, for helping her. Um, and it's... There's Finnick, everybody. Finnick, everyone. Yes. That's, um, that's their team chant. Yeah. <laughs> and the Storm Shadow Elite are prepared to join the, sh the stewards. Give me a sec. Oh, kitty. Okay. Uh, also, some Sheeran commandos join the stewards as well. They start planning with them, and you would recognize them as the people who had the Swarm Shadow Infantry unit. Uh, um, they had the Swarm Shadow Infantry uniform that that you had met on Crixamia. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. Uh, the, so the tiefling pilots also joined the, the group on the CIC. There's one of the, the same commander that you had run into in the hangar of the tiefling ship. He joins the CIC and he starts talking with the stewards and they make plans to work together. Um, and also the tiefling knights and gunslingers, they, uh, they have been promised a role in this as well as they want to try and, um, secure their spot with the Pact Worlds. And <laughs> um, demands a guest spot on the episode. Let him does. play, give him a character sheet. <laughs> Um, okay. So. During this whole mobilization effort, you are introduced to Absalom Command, the Starfinder Society Council, the Stewards Command, etc. Anybody who's high ranking, you have been introduced to because Dressicroc has highly recommended you for this mission. Uh, he has seen the work that you've done by essentially spying on you over the time that, that he was 
watching you guys uh, and because you had similar interests, he was interested in what you're doing, got to know who you were. Um, <clears throat> and he's present in all these major meetings and he backs your abilities. Lore question and world painting question. Yes. Is Dressacrook like in a humanoid form right now or is he just like a big giant dragon on CIC? He's a big dragon on the CIC. Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> you are asked if you will help the military efforts and become part of a plan to board Pyre Spike Station and stop the enemy commanders from leading the battle, basically, before it gets too difficult. An assault team will lead you to Pyre Spike's CIC, uh, which you would be tasked with shutting down and throwing the enemy into chaos. And then from that point, the Navy and the civilian forces can clean up the rest once the enemy is more disorganized. Is this a yes? I imagine there's a good reason why we're not just blowing Pyre Spike Station out of space. It's a little too big to be able to feasibly do that. Um, it would take quite a few nukes to make that happen. Um, it's a pretty big area or a pretty big station. That, that's fair, I guess. Hadn't, hadn't thought of it that way. Plus, you haven't given thought to all of the otherwise innocent civilian contractors just trying to live their life and also, put food on their table. Also yeah. fair, also fair point. I had yeah, there not are... considered. No, that's true. And I honestly, I hadn't considered that either, but that is a good point because there are and civilians on that station. I... I'm not sure how serious you are, Alex. Also, and, how how is it that Jack and, is the one? <laughs> and the captured folks that we know they have? We They have what? They have an entire, at least one civilization. Right! How is Jack the voice of morality here? Because <laughs> Jack uh, just had to talk through blowing up a station from orbit, like, yesterday. Because Jack had to, or Jack spent the last week uh, getting Chromie okay with the fact that uh, he's staying with the kids. Oh. Okay. And handing over the control. Was it a circlet? It's like a little um, necklace that, yeah. that you would wear. Um, to. Um, probably that eld eldest Yosoki of the group. Mm -hmm. So is, is that... it like a bejeweled choker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's that's what it is. <laughs> I feel like at some point it wasn't, but Baza bedazzled it when Jack wasn't looking. Pretty soon you're going to come back and Chromie's going to be all punked out with like painted black horns and yeah. Um, I dig it. Um, but that's, uh, that'll serve as sort of a, a promise that I have to come back and collect my Pachysaur. So, cool. you know, I'll have to see them at some point. Sounds good. So fast forward to the first of Rova as expected, a large tear in the material plane ushers forward a massive space station from the drift. The drift rips open 
and this station comes pouring out. And it is now in a very tactically sound position to commence an assault on Absalom Station. Bryn, you immediately recognize this station from the CIC, and you notice that this is Pyre Spike Station, the behemoth trading port that normally orbits the planet of Octurn. As soon as it drops from drift, starfighters begin pouring from its docking base. As this occurs, the armada around Absalom responds in full force. In full, the armada around Absalom responds in full force. Starships, both civilian and military in designation, dart forward. The two fleets converge and the battle for Absalom begins. Just when the battle begins, Dressicrook says, I must get ready. And he leaves the CIC. Um, I have just realized a thing. So we're going on like our strike mission, right? Yes. Is there a way that I can like, or like, are we taking the vagabond as like our dropship? You or... can. Yeah. Because I could, because I could also like offer it to an ace pilot that needs a ship and like a crew, and then it's one more gun. Um. It's up to you. However, you want to do that. I would say there would be an ace pilot that could take it. Um, it's, a, it's your call. Baza, what do you think? I mean, someone should shoot something with it. That's what I was thinking too. It's it's got that nice, pretty railgun on it, and it's better than like ninety percent of the ships that these guys have brought. That's yeah, um, yeah. I will offer up, uh, I will offer up the vagabond, and not th vomit uh, to a able-bodied crew to pilot it and shoot things. Does Jet have a ship? Oh, does Jet have a ship? Jet does have a ship, um, but with Jet is his co-pilot, and she says two pilots is better than one. I'll get a crew together. And she's a Damai individual. Um, she appears to be a technomancer like yourself, Devesh. Um, and she is highly recommended by, um, by Jet. Excellent. And she is his I, normal co-pilot. I will shake her hand and I will pull her in and I'll whisper in her ear. If I don't make it out, and my little purple and green friend doesn't make it out. You keep the ship. Got it? Just make it out. But got it. I'm going to go up after, um, shake her hand, and have Devesh give me a boost. Yep, I, I boost. I may have left cookies in the oven. The kitchen might smell like it burned. It's fine. It happens. Just vent it for like 15 minutes. You'll be good. There's also a really good fire suppression system because this is not the first time that this has happened. Okay. Otis pulls out his fire extinguisher and immediately walks towards the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> 
You put out the fire. Yep. Uh, I love it. She promises to take good care of the ship and she takes all of your advice to, to heart. And uh, she will get a crew together of some pretty impressive looking individuals. Uh, you've got a couple gunners, um, a very, very geeky looking Android science officer um, and a very um, like a, a wrench monkey looking engineer type guy who is literally a monkey. He's a Maricoy. There we go. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. And I love those guys. Yeah. Uh, and they, they get the ship together and they promise to to do well and take care of her. And with that, as the battle rages on, eventually command believes that the enemy fleet is thin enough to fly the strike team through. And so they usher you down to the hangar bay. All of you, along with the rest of the assault team, head towards the hangar, and on the way, a boarding ship crashes through one of the docking bays. From the boarding, from the boarding ship, a number of Discorp soldiers enter Absalom Station, as well as a group of undead Sheeran who begin killing everything that they can see. Is this happening in front of us? This is happening in front of you. I will draw and ignite my plasma sword. And as you do that, your master, who is with you, Atami Atumora, looks at you and says, this is not our fight. And Storm Shield Elite, half of the group, stays behind and says, we'll take this. We'll take this. We'll... uh." We'll take this and uh, we'll, we'll make sure that they don't get past. And they set up defensive positions and they start engaging these Sharon. Uh, if they need to borrow any members of the Bottoms Up Gentleman Club, they're free to go help wherever. Sounds good. The, um, the Vesk are going to stay with you, Baza. Okay. Um, because the storm shield elite look like they have it, and they're also starting to organize the civilians that are fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are urged forward into a hangar where you see Dressicrook, this massive dragon, now outfitted in armor, head to tail, <laughs> that appears to be starship armor. A dragon in a suit of armor that has thrusters on the wings. And uh, he looks at all of you and through kind of a speaker in his helmet, he says, I will act as the tip of the spear. And then he flies out through the end of the docking bay into space. And you guys are loaded onto this boarding ship. As you fly, Dressicrook is doing exactly what he promised. He's grabbing ships that are small 
with his fists or with his claws and he is crushing what he can throwing others into other in other ships throwing some ships into other ships and uh, he's spinning his way through to create a path for your ships to follow on hey, this yeah what's up sorry real quick mm -hmm. as our party loads onto the transport Devesh is going to walk up to uh, himself Baza, Janet Bryn Modus, Jack is Lexi with us? No I'm sorry, yes she is Okay, oh. and Lexi and he's going to cast Life Bubble on each of them which will last for the next seven days Very cool you could have cast that yesterday. I could have, but I didn't think of it until we got into the ship, Baza. So <laughs> you can have it now. I like it. And on the ship with you is half of Storm Shield Elite, 10 soldiers, 10 commandos, five stewards, uh, five Thakasa riders, Lexi being one of them, Vesk commandos that are your group, Baza, mm -hmm. Atami Atumura, who is with you, Devesh, Oriana, who is with you, Janet, Vico, who is with you, Modus, and the group of you are now in a boarding ship headed straight for Pyre Spike, Pyre Spike Station. Your ship crashes into this station, into um. a docking bay. Oh, go ahead. Real quick. I'm, I'm actually going to cast that one more time. Okay. Um, and I'm going to do it on Asami, Atomoro, um, Oriana, and the rest of the, the Casa Riders if I can. Okay. I, I can get up to seven. So those two and then five more Thakasas. Those were the two, other two named. Did you want to get Vico right? as well? Oh, I do want to get Vico. So okay. then four Thakasa Riders after Vico. It'd be funny to be like, no, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is um is sorry, this is I, I was really lost at the end of last episode. Is Firavius with us or is Fi is it like Firavius and Modus is the same entity now? Okay, it's Firavia Modus. Okay, okay. Ferodius is the Ferodius. correct term. Yeah. What was it? Sorry, one more time. I'm just kidding. Firodius? No. Mo Mo Modravius? <laughs> Modus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Modus, what does Modus and Firavius prefer to be called? Currently, he is referred to as Modus. Okay. So I don't need to... Okay, so yeah, Vico, uh, Atomoro, and uh, Oriana. Uh, and then four random Vesk. Not Vesk. Four random Thakasa Riders. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, so I'm going to get through this next part, then we're going to take a quick break, and then jump into combat. Okay? Yeah. No, Ryan, I don't <laughs> want to be thrown into space. <laughs> <laughs> I prepared. Um, so the ship, Dressicruck and your ship leads you toward Pyre Spike Station. Uh, and you eventually make it through. It's pretty heavy starship combat. It is, uh, I mean, there are some moments where I would imagine you're not sure if you're going to make it through this fight. But you end up on the other side. And you are now in the hangar one of the hangers for Pyre Spike Station. 
and the assault team leads you through the halls of Pyre Spike, and they have a similar setup as to what you've got going on on Absalom Station. Some civilians have been either coerced or paid or, or just willingly taken up arms. Um, and <clears throat> you also have Discorp soldiers as well as Chimera soldiers that are attempting to stop you along the way. And you work your way from hangar to checkpoint to checkpoint to checkpoint all the way up until you make your way to the CIC of Pyre Spike Station. As you go, you are dropping in size progressively as members of your group stay behind to create a barrier for those that are moving forward. So cover fire or, oh no, there's an open hallway right here. We've got to plug that hole so that nobody comes in behind us. Um, working your way up to the CIC. <clears throat> Once you reach the entrance to the CIC, all that's left are you guys, Vico, Lexi and Brick, Oriana, and Atami. Before you enter the CIC, a group of mercenaries crash through the hallway with an intimidating combat drone, and they begin to engage you guys in battle. Vico, Lexi and Brick, Oriana, and Atami tell you all, tell all of you, they're going to take this one. And the fight in the CIC is now yours. Before that happens, Atami looks at you, Devesh. And she says, quickly, give me your sword. I hand it over. And she takes her sword, places it in your hand, and cups your hand with hers. And she says a little prayer, closes her eyes, says a prayer, and you feel the crystal within the sword begin to attune itself to you. And you are now going to be using a light blue laser sword that your master has given you. She takes your sword. I hug, I pull her by the arm when she like tries to leave and I pull her into a hug real quick and say she, thank you. She hugs back and then pushes you away and says yep. go. Yep. Oh god. And all of them run toward this group of mercenaries. <sighs> okay, we're going to do this. Um I need all right, let me describe first. Let me slow down. So <clears throat> you get to the CIC. This group of mercenaries jumps out, crashes through um, like a, a, a doorway. And there's this massive combat drone who starts firing on all of you. And then you are separated now from your friends, your family, uh, your loved ones, your... Let, let, Lexi. Okay, Your Lexi. <laughs> Love. Um, so. No, she, Emma was talking about my um, my Juicy Lucy's. What? 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 You said separated from our loved ones. Oh, that's I don't know what that for, means. It's another name. Our, his, my Bottoms um... Up Gentlemen's Club has left me. Oh, got it. <laughs> Your Vesk. Um, the in, before you is a 
um, <clears throat> an elevator that leads up. Uh, the elevator is easy enough to get into. Um, when you make it up to the top, there is a door. The door is locked from the inside. Uh, you need to give me a successful computer's check in order to um, get through this door. Uh, you are more than welcome to aid if you would like. The DC is not low. Hey, Emma. Yes? The DC doesn't matter because um, I'm going to cast knock on the door. Interesting. Hang on. Can you read uh, the spell? Tell me what it does. Yeah. So it opens barred, computer sealed, locked, or stuck doors, as well as those subject to hold portal or security seal. When you complete the casting of the spell, attempt a caster level check, 1d20 plus my caster level, against the DC of the lock or computer seal with a plus 10 bonus. If successful, knock opens up to two means of closure. The spell opens secret doors but doesn't identify secret doors you haven't found, as well as locked or trick opening containers such as starship doors and similar secured entryways. It also loosens chains, shackles, or welds, provided they serve to hold something shut. If used to open a door closed with security seal, the spell doesn't remove the seal but simply suspends its functioning for 10 minutes. In all other cases, the door does not relock itself or become stuck again on its own. Knock does not raid barred gates or similar imped impediments such as a force field barrier or any door or container larger than the spell's area, nor does it affect ropes, webs, and the like. Got it. Okay, um, give, give me your d20. It's D20 plus 10, right? It's D20 plus my level plus 10. Go for so it. So D20 plus 17. Okay. Um, I need a calculator. Is it an 18? No. It's a 36 total. Okay. Uh, Ryan, is there a radius for this, for Logic Bomb? It is touch. Okay, so, so Devesh, I need you to make a reflex save for me. It's reflex, right, Ryan? Saving throw is... Of course, it's freaking. Of course, it's Fortitude save. Fortitude, give me fortitude save. Uh, my range is 100 feet plus 10 feet per level on my spell. So 170 so, feet. Yeah, so I would not have been right up next to the door. I would have done it before we even got there, like Jedi Force Wave. I mean, Arcane Knight for uh, Arcane Wave and so uh, unlock it on the way up to the door. You're in an elevator. Oh, so, so we get to the. Okay. So it's tight quarters. Okay. Boo. Okay, what do I have to make? Fortitude. Uh, fortitude. fortitude. Okay. I can do that. Freaking logic bomb! It's a good spell. It's a real good spell. It's a good spell. I almost took it. Um, but as we're attacking and not defending it, it was not useful. Uh, yeah, no, that is a fail. I mean, uh, by six, a lot. 66, right? That's right. You want me to roll it? Yes, please. Someone have the massive damage rules handy. Not that I need them right now, but like I feel like they might be necessary. Uh, you take twenty-eight electricity damage. Oh, that's not that bad. Okay, twenty-eight electricity. Um, 
the door I opens. I assume you don't have SR either, right? Uh, <laughs> SR? Shock resist? No. Spell, spell resistance. resistance. Yes. Oh, spell resistance, no. Okay. Okay. Unfortunately. So Devesh reaches uh, through the arcane to try and open this door, and immediately the, um, the computer system that controls the door short circuits. It was trapped, and uh, you take a certain amount of damage. Um, oh, also, one thing I should say, because uh, I'm just noticing we're going to need to use Astral pretty soon. Um, if you want to use Discord to roll, I know, Dan, you prefer to do uh, like uh, online rolling rather than physical rolling. Discord has a good system now, Dice Maiden. Um, so you guys are now in the CIC after Devesh has taken some damage. Um, it seems eerily quiet. Uh, did you guys want to do anything before combat starts? Right. Um, Boss <laughs> is going to close his eyes and reach out with his blind sense 30 feet to see if there's any heat signatures within that range. Nothing within 30 feet, no. Um, He's letting his radar just go the entire time so the instant there's a pit through a wall or anything. Okay. What's it look like when the door's open? You said it's it's, it's quiet, but what what's, I guess, yeah. map? <laughs> or what I'll we get you see. on a map in a sec, yeah. It's a hallway, um, and there appears to be a door leading somewhere else. Um, but it seems pretty quiet. Uh, can I cast Detect Magic? Sure. Which detects spells and magic items within 60 feet of me? Sure. Should have done that you know, before we got on the elevator, but Devesh, <laughs> fool me once! Shame on me! Fool me twice. <laughs> you won't fool me twice. <clears throat> fool me three times, I won't get fooled again. Uh, you, you won't fool the, me three uh, times. Could you let us know when uh, Astral's ready? Yeah, it should be. Um, give me a second. Cool. As we're but as we're preparing to go through, Buzz is just gonna like pat Devesh on the leg and say, "I'm going first this time." Yeah, that's, that's a um, good point. All right, we've got Andy and Janet. Oh, we can see the enemies. I definitely busted What's that? Definitely bust my dice out. Okay. Uh, Devesh, I'm going to put you up at the front of the group. Um, Positive okay. have taken the place at the front of the group. Okay. Um, go ahead and arrange yourselves how you see fit. You arrive on the CIC. And there's a hallway leading you toward a door over... Here, by the way, is Astral working now for people? I just saw your ping, yeah. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right. Uh, is there anything you want to do before combat starts? I would like to draw my weapon. All right. Um, if you follow this pathway, Baza, since you are kind of leading the group, can I move your character for you? Yes, you may. All right. You're going to follow this pathway over to this door, work your way into this conference room type thing. You guys can follow Baza's character as well. And uh, work your way up 
to this area. So arrange your characters somewhere in this space for me. Hey, Emma, do you want to yes. just put my, put my character somewhere? Yeah. Astral has stopped even trying to load for me. Oh, so, gosh. Um, so I'm going to play by voice. I will. Um, I'll present my screen. Okay. Um, so, hmm. malicious wizard, and as you walk on the bridge, a man that you would recognize, Brunue, greets oh. you. <gasps> Brunue Akayo, welcome home. How are you, my dear? I don't like that. I'm fucking furious right now. I am not your dad. Oh my god. See, no, he's not my dad. Is that your Carl Rosin? As if, as if I was the same fucking blood as this asshole. Is that your like backstory, Carl Razu? No. Yeah, yeah, this ass. Oh, I'm like ready to throw hands. I am like gearing up. I knew that name sounded familiar. I'm so furious. This guy's the worst. I'm going to so, tell everyone, hey, this guy's the worst. We should tell him. He hears that and he says, Renue Akaya, welcome home. Join me and the station will be yours after I finish with it. Inhale Please, like station. I want this station. And together we can control the galaxy. Very well. Must have done Kill your research them. wrong, old man. Very well. Kill them. And he looks at Pleasure. a... Not if I kill you first. He looks at a Vesk who is outfitted in some pretty impressive brigandine armor. Um, <clears throat> and she's holding no weapons. She seems to be glowing. Uh, there is also uh, a small arm at Carol Razu's hip with um, some shurikens that he has on a vest that he can easily pick from and pull them out and throw them. Um, <clears throat> by the way, he is a Strix gentleman and he has wings that stretch about 10 feet from one side to the other. Um, and he would open them up as you come in. And also you recognize the Dominion Warrior. Uh, you recognize the Dominion Warrior down here and a large creature Somebody give me a life science check if you can. Notice will. Go for it. As will help. I will also help. I do not help. I automatically help. Oh, wait, no, I do help. Never mind. You get another plus two. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Aiding for. You can roll your own individual checks, okay. but we're not going to aid for a okay. specific like, knowledge check. Um, a 27. Okay. 
This this dice needs to keep rolling really well. Modus got a nineteen. Nineteen. Um, Devesh, what do you, what does Devesh know about the crust eater, Ryan? Fuck me. Twenty seven. Uh, you know that that thing uses venom, and uh, it it likes to search for minerals and use its venom on that mineral. Sounds good. That's terrifying. Roll I'll relay that to the group. Oh, fuck. Do I, Can I describe uh, Domini a little bit more? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. So you remember Domini before with his mouth that could uh, grimace slash smile bigger than his face. In addition to that, he's upgraded his armor. He now has uh, a purple energy plate armor that uh, goes... Uh, it's kind of see-through, but it goes on top of his other armor. And uh, the cracks of the scars in his face um, seethe with black smoke as he rages, ready to destroy and bring more pain upon you guys. You still have the fun baubles floating around your head? I, instead of that, now have a fancy little belt. Kind of the same thing, just a different version. Thank a you. thing that I can't pluck out of the air. Um, <laughs> That's right. Whereas that vesk is glowing. Yes. The light around Jack seems to be void. Interesting. Well, love that. Jack, give me a uh, perception check. Ah, my perceptron is not the best, but that wasn't a terrible roll. Um, fifteen total. Uh, fifteen total. Uh, yeah, this is not a Solarian. Fair enough. Yep, still glowing though. Okay, uh, Razu has a fourteen. Uzak has a nine. Uh, what is Domini at? Domini is sixteen. Okay, and what about um? Malicious is 19. Malicious is 19. Uh, Modus. Modus. What are you asking? Sorry, my oh, initiative. Sorry. Initiative. Yeah, all right. That is 22 for Modus. 22. Baza. 11. 11. Devesh. Natural 19 plus 8 for 27. 27. Uh, Janet. I think that's the same initiative you had the last fight with Dominic. Uh-huh. What was different it? Di- different dice. 18. But same initiative. Um, Bryn Yue. 8. And I'm switching dice already. <laughs> <laughs> Bryn, 8. And Jack. 21. 21. All right, so we start off with Devesh. Okay. Um, hang on, hang on. Oh, Sorry. Okay. Oh. I'm going to do the whole initiative order. Okay. Um, Devesh, Modus, Jack, Malicius, Janet, Domini. Then Razu, Baza, 
Uzak and Bryn. Um, one quick thing also, those of you who are in Discord, who were in Discord, you recognize Uzak. She is a uh, very high up Discord uh, mercenary. She handles military efforts within the um, asset protection squad. And she is very well known. Um, I don't think you know much other than she doesn't use weapons. Okay. Devesh, you deal with your asshole. I'll deal with mine. Devesh, go ahead. Devesh will nod. Um, Emma, the two that say my new character, I assume one of them is Domini. Which one? The small one, yeah. Let's oh, let me uh, let me name. And this one. He's level one. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's fourteen HP. Let's take him out. Believe it. I'm not level one. I am number one. Okay, no, Ron. No, 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 no. That's China. Vash, go ahead. Yeah. Um. Sorry. Give me a second. I'm trying to read my spell because I thought I had to make a spell attack and um, it doesn't look like it. Yeah. Uh, Devesh is going to turn to look at Domini. Um, uh, he's going to uh, plasma sword up over his head, hand in front, and then he's going to push um, and I need Domini to make a fortitude save. Hmm. That is a really low roll. Uh, no, he does not make his fortitude save. Cool. You are going, uh, so as um, the push of the arcane hits you, you feel um, almost like your body starts to become alien to you. Um, you probably cough up a little bit of blood. Uh, you're going to take mm. um, 15 points of damage. Uh, and damage? It is just straight damage. It just says okay. damage. Um, and uh, you have the sickened condition. Oh man. Um, let me check, but I don't believe my race can be sickened. Uh, undead is immune to the sickened condition, I believe. Wait, hang on. Let me double check, but I think so. Hey, Emma, did I get a new feet? Did I... Yes. Missing. Why didn't I move that? Oh, because it was just the toughness then. Right. Um, undead are immune to the following effects. I don't, I don't see sickened. No, you're right. Yeah. You can be sickened. Sickened. Mm -hmm. Wow. Very, very Good. powerful start. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good stuff. Okay. Is that your <clears throat> Cool. Uh, no, <clears throat> I can also move, right? Because I, I can move whenever yes. on my turn. Mm -hmm. um, after I see that the effect takes hold, uh, I'll also. I'm going to say this just so that everybody remembers. Uh, this is going to last for the next seven rounds. Um, and you take that damage at the beginning of each round. You can attempt fortitude save for half damage. Uh, but you have the second condition for the duration because you failed the first one. Um, okay. So Devesh is going to run up um, ready to attack on this next turn. 
Modus, you're up. Uh, Devesh, right there is okay? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Modus, you're up. Oh, these people are so far away from each other. That's not what I want. Ugh, <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, all right. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. If I were to shoot at Uzok, would he get cover from Andy and Janet? From where you are, there is, oh, um, from where you are, I'm sorry, Modus, there is a wall. If you wanted to position yourself with clear line of sight to Uzok, you could. You could say that that is the start of the battle. Um, yeah, I didn't know that was a wall. Yeah. I thought it was like a, like a ramp. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll just say I was right here because that's, that's kind of where I wanted anyway. Okay. So right here, I don't have a clear line of sight, I think. Um, and that's fine. Uh, I will instead shoot at Corral because I think that's my only target. You, um, you could hit him. And I'm going to overcharge this shot. Okay. So here I go. Does a 15 hit? It does not. I'm sorry. I didn't think it would. Yeah. Roll right. your physical Starfinder dice, please. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's it for me. That's consisted of my move action and my action. So that's it. All right. Um, next up is Jack. Uh, yeah, I am going to attune uh, Graviton. So instead of emitting light, I am absorbing light. Um, and I am going to just let me check the range on this within 30 feet. We can do a range tool on this, right? How was it that we did that? Uh, it's shift. Hold shift down and yeah. Don't pick up my token. If you hold shift and just move your mouse without clicking, it'll work. That makes sense. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Uh, she's too far and I don't want to move just yet. Um, yeah, let's, I'm going to turn around. He's just within range. Uh, Devesh. Yeah. Yeah. Tear this man a new ash hole. Crush. I need a fortitude save from Domini. Yeah. Whoa. Wait a second, so it's minus two on this save. Back it up. Oh yeah, he's minus two of these. Hell yeah. Does twenty save? Yes. Damn it! You are now immune to crush. But now you know that Jack has a crush on you. <laughs> hey. But did you take the oh, mic? I just smiles. Did you take the two for being sickened mm -hmm. i did it was a 22 minus two that makes that all right jack what else would you like to do if anything? um and then i will 5 10 15 20 25 30 35 40 move up. <clears throat> okay sounds good next up is malicious so you said shift allows you to measure out distance? If you hold uh, your mouse okay. over where you want to measure and then just move your mouse without clicking and hold shift, yes. 
Okay, so I believe if I put a grenade between Jack and is it Brinu? Brinuay. 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 It should hit these five targets, right? Uh, that sounds right. So I will do that. Uh, Twenty foot radius here. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, your throne range. Jeez. I don't know how far you can throw a grenade. If he needs to move up, he will. Oh yeah. Yeah, you would need to move up. Um, you are. Wait. This is Malicius that's throwing this. Yeah. Um, you're Wait. definitely going to need to move. What's the uh, range on throwing? Uh, it's gonna. It's actually going to be twenty feet. Or no, for a level nine grenade, what? Uh, let's see. Level nine? What? Uh, 20 well, feet. Okay. Well, uh, 20 feet is like right in front of Carl Mazoo. And with haste, I believe he actually gets an extra 30 movement. Sounds good. Wait, okay. Did you did you say haste? Don't worry about it. So he will move. Starfinder haste isn't that great. Don't sweat it too much. Yeah, Starfinder haste is not that that great. But also, yeah. I don't like it. So yeah, uh, moves up next to uh, the ally, throws a grenade between Jack and Brenway, uh, and it goes boom. Reflex save from uh, one, two, three, four, five PCs. He's going to need to, that's going to be a pretty penalized roll because you're almost twice range. I thought it was 20 feet. Uh, it's 20 feet. You are currently 40 feet away. 15, 20, oh. 20, 30, 35. Uh, you're 30 feet away. Okay. And that was 60 movement to get there. Um, I guess I could throw it. That would only hit. It only hits Jack. Janet, you're on deck. You know what? We're going to take the penalized throw to throw it uh, where it just hits those five. So I'll roll to hit. Uh, range penalty. Dan, can you correct me if I'm wrong, but it, is it a minus two for every range increment? Hold on. Uh, let me look it up because grenades are weird. Okay. Starfinder. Uh, crap, this is being a pain to look up. I guess the other option is, Jamie, I didn't know about range. Can wizards start closer? <laughs> um, no. Yeah, I think I'm going to say no. Sorry. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, well, now you know he throws a grenade. Um, what else can we do? You have a small arm, I think, um, and also spells. Yeah, it's a, it's a bold move when the, the wizard decides to throw a grenade as their first action. Yeah, um, I guess. So, yeah, you would take a, a minus two. Because uh, okay. it, it operates kind of like, or actually, no. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it's just a minus two. 
Okay, so 19 to hit the square between Jack and yeah. Brinway. It hits. All right, uh, reflex save for those five PCs. So Janet, Andy, Jack, Brinway, Modus, give me a reflex save. Okay. Um, I'm oh, guessing no. it's not a spell-like ability. Uh, it is a spell-like ability. Oh. The grenade part is a grenade. Oh, okay. Uh, there will be a separate <laughs> thing for the save, uh, which will be on Andy. Oh, I'm an eight. Gonna need to use a feature because I just rolled poorly. Rolled poorly too. Renew really? that's a fail with an eight. Yeah, really? Shocker. Jack I really six. thought an eight would have pulled it out in the finale as a reflex <laughs> save. It's a 16 from Jack. Does not make it. It's a fail. How bad is this going to be? 14, Great. 14 from Janet and fail. 28 for Andy. That should be a save. Andy! Andy! Yeah. <laughs> uh, Funny, so... I'm, I'm writing Andy. Does that, does that count for anything? You know he what? Has... Actually, yeah, I would give you Andy's reflex save in that situation. Oh, yeah, let's go, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, for those who failed, it's uh, 13 electric and fire. I rolled a 16. Does that fail? It does. Yes. Okay, so you said how much damage? 13. 13. Um, and uh, those of you who failed, um, if you have anything that uses charges, it loses three charges. If it's a technological object that does not use charges but are powered by electricity, uh, then you can attempt a fortitude save, otherwise it turns off for three rounds. And yeah. let's see, there was, I don't know if um, the target of Bell grenade can hit somebody who succeeded on the grenade casting a spell. Yeah, because they take half damage from the grenade and then you get targeted by this. Okay, okay. so uh, six damage for those who saved and I need a fort save from Andy. Um, while that's being resolved, I use reaction to use defensive dispersal, reducing the damage I take by five. Nice. Okay. Andy got an 18 on his fort save. I believe the DC on this is 19. Oh, Let me double check. Uh, for inject many dots, DC 19, yes. Uh, that's a fail. So that one. Welcome to the finale, guys. 48. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it, but I love it, but I don't like it. This is nice to boss. 22 damage to Andy and uh, make a will save or be confused. Again, 19 for Andy. Sorry, Janet. It's a gnarly grenade. It's a 19 to beat the will save? Yeah. Yes. Fail. So. Okay, so you are confused as per condition of confused. Uh, let me see from my rounds. So that's Andy only, right? Yeah, Andy only. Uh, for one round per caster. Okay, you're confused for a long time. Oh, oh no. Uh, 
that's the wizard. Okay, nice. Um, Janet, you're up. So yeah, so confused. You roll treat, a D100. You treat all creatures as enemies, <laughs> and you must roll on the table to determine your actions. Um, this, this table is not fun. Yeah. The D100 table, and I don't like it. Wait, so what do I do? Wait, are we... Roll a D100. Okay. Um, Who's confused? Andy. Just Andy. Andy. Just Andy. Andy, okay. Boy. Andy's okay. not a good um, one to be confused. Emma, I, oh, you have the table up. I was going to say, I have the um, I confused it. table up if you want me. Can you can you handle that? Yeah, I can handle it. Thank you. I, roll, I rolled a 40. Uh, that's not bad. Uh, you, Andy will do nothing but babble incoherently this round. Oh, buddy. Just a big old Andy, can I do it? Janet do anything. Janet can shoot. can do things. Andy cannot. For Jack, Brenway, and Modus, did any of you have technological items that you had to fort safe to keep them from shutting off? Nope. Um, um, do any of mine count as that? What's um, up with this disruption pistol? You are fine. It's not like active technology. It's a it's a weapon, so it's a charge. You lose three charges, though. Okay. Um, I, really, I really don't want to ask this question. Modus is, is exocortex. Is yeah, is Modus a technological item? No. Uh, no. Okay, cool. Thank <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Modus just shuts down. <laughs> Weapon. Modus out. Low battery. Oh, my God. Janet. Oh, Janet, what are you doing? Did that charge thing impact Janet? Uh, you saved, so you are fine. Okay, okay so I'm just going to shoot, because I, I think that's the only thing I can do from Andy's back right now, is shoot my my laser. Your new laser. My new laser. Oh, my God. 26 to hit. Ooh. If you spend your Ooh. whole turn to shoot twice, you can shoot twice, but they're both at a minus three. Hey. Okay. Hey, minus three to hit. Yeah. Can I just? Oh, sorry. Minus minus four. Minus four. Minus four. Minus four. Okay. So Bonus. hang on. So Janet, you can do two attacks um, at a minus four each. So that twenty-six would be reduced to a twenty-two, and then mm -hmm. you can roll again and give me another hit if you would like. But you got to tell me who you're going to hit. Also, oh, Mitch, what's up? Uh, could you go back to the map? Because this calendar is lovely. I'm so but... sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm aiming at Uzak. Uzak, got it. Um, well, uh, this is going to be an energy weapon, correct? It's a laser, yes. Yeah. So that's 22 against EAC. Can you give me your second roll, please? Minus four. Hit? Oh, fuck. Doesn't the first shot get resolved first? Mm. Oh, sorry, I'm gonna. That's true. Yeah, it does hit. Thirteen. Two hits, guys. Twenty-two hits, Suzak. Okay. Uh, Thirteen and does not hit. Okay, so give me damage for one hit. Should be two d eight plus seven, I think. Ooh, mm -hmm. that's some juicy damage. Yeah, that new laser is nice. Well, eleven. Hey, damage is, that's pretty good. Damage is damage. Oh, well, not great, but damage is damage. I was like, oh, 11. Okay, the dice roll is good. But I realized there's a plus seven in there. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Um, 
Yes, you have a an eleven damage. Uh, okay. Technically, there's only a plus three in there because it's have uh, weapon specialization is halved for ranged weapons. No, only small arms. Yeah, long arms it's full. What? Long arms and heavy weapons it is full. Well, that's uh, good to know for reasons. Level. Okay. Small arms um, and weapons are halved. Yeah. Well, that's good to know for next volume. Domini, you're up. Uh, is it okay if I do the crest eater first? Yes. So the crest eater using the haste in order to close the distance. As long yeah. as Ryan, the initiative stays the same throughout the combat. So crest eater goes at the beginning every time. That works for me. Okay. Uh, my crest eater will charge up to Baza. Oh. And let's see if this is. Oh, the crest eater doesn't know what it just did. I know. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for this possibility. <sighs> we have a Hulk. I, the size of a bean. I, all I can see is Ryan like chewing on his nails right now, and I'm just so excited for what oh. his brain is doing. Ryan, what is your damage? Uh, 30 to hit. Yeah, that should uh, Yeah, I'll hit. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's a disgusting habit that I have. Um, so it's only uh, 11 damage, but you take one con damage. Um, oh, oh, yeah, the poison. It's fortitude save Target, first, right? Negate. Oh, yeah, it does have a fortitude save. So you probably uh, is this counted as a spell like effect? No, it is Venom. Yeah, Tragic. it's Venom. That's what brought Devesh everything was... into this fight, you guys. Yeah, that's what Devesh was yelling about. Was it uses Venom? Uh, twenty-one. Yeah, you do not take the Venom. Eleven oh, damage. Oh, thank God. That's right. Oh, poisons and venoms are so nasty in Starfinder. Domini, you're up. Uh, right. As Baza gets hit, his fur stops. Cool. Uh, Domini will turn to Devesh and say, I was hoping we'd cross blades again. He will uh, roll and he gets his uh, three attacks if he doesn't have to move, so he's going to do that. Cool. Go for it. Oh. I'm in danger. <laughs> and each of those are at a minus four, correct? Minus two. It's actually uh, minus five for this particular feature. Oh, and then minus two from uh, Sicket. That's right. All right, you know what I got at level seven? What's that flashing, flashing strikes. Ooh. Um, hey, Ryan Wessenar. Is this yes. with a is this with a plasma sword? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. So EAC. Uh, so first one's twenty one. That'll oh hit. That's at minus seven. Uh, then it was a crit twenty. <laughs> Do I have to roll to confirm it? I mean, in Starfinder, no. You don't need okay. to confirm. What was the total? Uh, <laughs> Thirty one. <laughs> 31 That's to hit. with minus seven? 
Yeah, that's it. it. That's a crit threat um, or a crit success. Yep, that's a success. I'm Give crit. me double dice and modifiers, please, as well oh, as any do, critical. Do you effect. want me to resolve each attack or roll all the attacks to hit? Um, do would... all the attacks to hit first, and then we'll do okay. damage. So then the third attack is uh, 29. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, that'll hit. I kind of built him for combat now. <laughs> Clearly! <clears throat> he had the opportunity um, to commune with his god and respec. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, mm-hmm. Which you also kind of did after seeing yeah. him as well. Yeah. Should oh, ask Desna for more health instead of help with the silly pilots. <laughs> so, okay, because he did the multi-attack, it's the reduced damage. Um, can I get the attack damages separately, just just in case? Yeah. Yes, so the first attack is for 11 damage. 11? Yes. Oh, that's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but now uh, it's a crit. Now the crit oh, comes. and now I know it's a crit now, guys. I'm trying to ignore it. So the second one is uh, 20 damage, and he heals 10. Ooh, hey, he question. Question. Is any of this damage fire? Uh, no. I it's... believe... I believe plasma swords are all fire and electric damage, correct? Um, double check, Ryan. Okay. Uh, hmm. Every plasma sword I've looked at has been electric and fire. Yeah, actually, that sounds. Okay. I don't have the damage written down. Yeah, so that that's correct. Well it's going to be okay. half electric, half fire, basically. Okay. So I have five fire resist. Okay, so you'll take um, five less damage, basically, and then the... Uh, on the is... leech, can you give me a fort save, or else you'll be off target? Alex, what's yeah. up? I could be wrong on this. Dan may know better, but if it if a weapon has multiple energy types, doesn't that circumvent DR? Ooh. I think you need to have both in order to reduce yeah. it. Yeah. Because okay, like so I have I'll... I have things that are multi and it's yep. you know whichever yep. one. Yeah. Yep. No, okay. you're right. You're right. Okay, and I need to make a fort. Dan. Yeah, fort save or else you're off target for one before rounds. I'll look it up really quick, but I think Alex has it right. Yeah, okay. I think I actually thinking about it. I think Alex has it right also. Sounds good. Uh, fort save. Uh, natural twenty for fort. Okay, save. then uh, you are not off target, but Domini does heal as he leeches some of the uh, damage from his crit. Okay. And finally, you take nine damage from the last attack. Okay. Uh, he smiles at you and says, I wouldn't want to kill you right away. Let's make this last. I Can I respond as a free action? No, not right now. Dang it. Okay. Um, Razu is up next. This Strix opens his wings, flies up 30 feet, into the air and <clears throat> he's going to attempt a trick attack. Emma? Yes. I'd like to interrupt. Yes. I, I found some information on this that is relevant. Mm -hmm. Half the damage you dealt is of one energy type and half is the other. Okay. okay. So it is straight up half and half. Okay. Yeah. 
Thank you. Resistance applied. So I do gain 15 health back from the damage. Uh, That makes sense. Some of those, the last one was not 10 damage. Okay, so I would gain 14 back. That's right. Okay. Okay. The blue is the attack roll. The black and yellow is the trick attack attempt. He's going to uh, attempt to take his small arm and acrobatics through his shot, aiming at Renue. Um, and he attempts a trick attack. That was pretty low, probably a fail on all ends. Um, the trick attack was... Twenty, which does not—it's not a success. Um, but the attack roll, nine plus. Okay, um, Bernoulli does it. I don't think a twenty-one hits you, does it? Nope. Uh, yeah, it's a twenty-one. I don't think that hits no. you. Okay, he misses his first shot. Next up is Baza. Gonna look up at the crest eater and just go. Uh, and I'm going to uh, attempt to grapple it. I'm just going to grab it by the crests. That's a 30 to grapple. That's successful. Uh, does it beat its EAC plus 8 by 5? Yes. It is pinned. Okay, so the crest eater is now pinned to the ground. Baza has reached up with his sticky hands and he is holding down to the sticky floor and he is pulling this crust eater down and preventing it from doing anything. Yeah, just grabbed it by the frills and just <clears throat> right in the ground. Cool. So you have just the pinned condition. Hmm? I love it. So the crust eater has the pinned condition now. Yep. Cool. Next up. That's a full action, right? No. I'm just okay. not going to move. Okay. All right. Next up is Uzak. Uzak runs at let's see 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, runs at Jack. <clears throat> and pulls her arm back and punches you right in the face. We're gonna try to hit. Oh, I think I know what she is. Nat oh, 20. Oh, fuck. Mm. Oh, no! Um, no! Um, so, as she pulls her hand back, um, you kind of see her fist glow a little bit, a little bit, and she meets you head on with her fist. Um, you're going to take... Why are all the bad guys rolling that 20s? They, they're right. really doing well. They're really doing well. You're going to take 31 damage to your stamina points from her punch. Okay. I know she is. Yeah. Um, and on a crit. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, nothing happens on a crit. There you go. Sure. 31 damage. Okay. That's Uzak. Bryn, you're up. 
Okay, so my new uh, Infinite Worlds thing, the environmental one, you cause the area to grant concealment against one sense, vision, emotion, life, scent, sound, thought, or vibration. Mm-hmm. I can literally like make them have like no thoughts, brain empty. <laughs> like, what does that mean exactly? No, no, it grants its concealment to thoughts, so they can't detect. Like, they were like yeah. casting detect something like detect thoughts or whatever. They can't sense us, or like for telepathy they couldn't sense our thoughts or like let's say someone's coming up and they have blind sense heat you have your heat signatures we don't exist so what about like concealment to vision does that like make them blind it would be be, yeah we'd probably be able to do stealth checks kind of thing yeah Yeah. um how much okay can you read it again really quick you cause the area to grant concealment against one sense vision emotion yeah okay So you can go ahead and do that and you'll get concealment, um, which I can pull up if you want to do that. Um, yeah, I want to, tr- I would like, I would like to try it. Who are you targeting? Um, it's a terrain area. effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you should click on voted best international date. <laughs> Let's do. I'm a, it's environmental, though, right? I don't want to hit any of my companions. It is no, environmental. You, your, you only want to hit your companions with this. Yeah. What? Yes. I'm confused on it then. Okay, so it's a good thing. You are making sure. Oh, that I make it so that you can't see them. Yes. yes. Not you that only- they can't see anything that. Yeah. They can't see them. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now we're cooking with fire. I feel like I am missing someone on my screen. I can't see. My Uzok warrior is like way off to the side on mine. But I'll look at I'll look at the screen you're sharing, Emma. Okay. Um, okay. I guess on Jack then. How big an area is it? What's the radius? It doesn't say. It's infinite worlds. I think it's a 20 foot sphere. Let me uh, look it up really quick. Is it infinite world? Oh, wait, written? wait, wait. They, uh, 10 foot radi- ten foot, ten foot radius, Brent. Yeah, so it's a 20 foot sphere. Okay. Yes. You could get three of you. Okay. Yeah, I guess, well, I, I, yeah, I guess on myself, and Jack and Janet, is that possible? Yeah, if you okay. center it, if you center it on Jack. Yeah, then that will include. But then that guy, we won't well. be able to see that guy either. Right. So you can center it around you, catch you, Jack Modus. Yeah, let's do that. I'm gonna okay. do that. Center it on me and get me Jack and Modus. Okay. Sorry, Janet. I'm about it. Putting your circle drawing skills to the test. <laughs> not bad, not bad. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, that area is now considered concealed. Cool. Is it a lingering effect, or is it a cast, and the things inside of it are affected? Devesh, you're on deck. Okay. Um, it's a terrain effect, so I'd imagine it lingers. Okay, mm-hmm. makes sense. Okay, uh, look that up for me, and tell me when you can. Yeah. Brit, drop oh, it in okay. the chat. Um, Devesh, you're up. Yeah. 
Um, Devesh is going to look at Domine um, and say, Oh, I have been dreaming of this for a long time. Um, and I need Domine to make a uh, fort save. Uh, first, sorry, at the beginning of my turn, I need you to make a, I think it's also a fort save um, for half damage of the... What's that one was a 22, yep. okay, uh, including so you, the minus two from second. Yeah, you get half damage for that one. Um, so you're going to take... Uh, oh, that was actually some good damage dice. That's um, You're going to take eight points of damage from the infect blood or change blood or whatever it was that I used. Um, okay. Infect blood. Uh, and then I need you to make another fort save. Also, Modus, you're on deck. I'm ready. Uh, I posted in the Zoom chat. Yep. 20. That fails. All right. Uh, as Devesh um, holds his hand up to you, and you feel yourself, you don't have to breathe, so you don't start choking, but you're slightly lifted off the ground. Uh, as he arcane grips you. Uh, and I'm going to spend a resolve point to deal uh, another 3d8 damage. Uh, does he nice. also take damage from... Oh, that was the fort save. That was the fort save earlier. Uh, so you're going to take 17 points of damage from that. What uh, kind of damage is that? It just says damage. I, I assume okay. it's probably like bludgeoning, but it it just says damage. It doesn't have an elemental type or anything. Um, and uh, let me go mark off that uh, resolve point. Um, and then am I, am I allowed to use hero points right now? Uh, you are more than welcome to do so. Okay. I'm going to spend two okay. to take a second action or a second standard action. Um, and I am going to uh, with my standard action, use um, my new feat uh, mm -hmm. called Battle Strike. Um, and I am going to uh, spend a resolve point with that. Um, to uh, attack him, um, you're, uh, because of the, I'm essentially using an arcane ability to cast Hold Person. Um, is what the arcane grip is. So your AC is, or not your AC, but your dex mod is considered a minus five and you are paralyzed. Um, okay. uh, and so I'm going to attack um, with that feat, which gives me a plus four in addition to my other stuff. So it's a plus 14 total to hit. Jesus. So you want to hit this guy. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to hit. Oh, also, um, dealing damage with force grip is kind of dirty, and um, my soul is a little blacker than it was. Uh, I'm tainting you. Yeah. Uh, does a 32 hit? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, okay. that does. I will, however, use my reaction to mentally... Share the pain. Can you make a will save? I can summer? make a will save. Uh, my will save is a 26. 
that will do it. So he does not shrug some of the pain back on you. How much Ooh. damage does he take? Thank God. Uh, I need to grab some dice. It's always a good sign. Yeah. Uh, so that's a that's a that's a that, and that's a that, and I also need. Um, and by the way, we have Modus, Jack, Malesius, then Janet. Where's my fourth? There it is. Okay. Oh, some good dice. That's some good dice. Um, okay, so that's nine. That's 15. That's uh, 21. That's 24. That is 26 plus 14 is 40. 40, 40 points. Damage. Uh, yeah, 40 points of electric and fire damage. Wow. Hey, he also has the reduction. So, so. Okay. 20 electric, yeah, so, 20 fire with whatever reductions you have. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, Devesh is basically holding him up and is going to slash with his uh, plasma sword. I love it. That's hero moment. I love it. Cool. And then Good at stuff. the end of his turn, he's going to say, bring it, bitch. Stay tuned for the remainder of the finale coming soon. Thank you for listening to Galaxy's Greatest.